0: This is the Realm of Agape Christian Church. I thank you, Lord, for your goodness, your faithfulness to us, Word. Amen. He's yet gracious to us. We want to go into the Word, for the Holy Spirit has made our souls ready. The Holy Spirit has to do like the farmers do. There's some old terms us suburban, urban folks may not know about. But they had a harrow, and they had to scrape that ground, get it ready, soften up the soil, get things out of the soil that would impede on the seeds sprouting. The Holy Ghost has to come in and do things like that to our soul. There are some things that are hindering the flow and growth and deliverance and our encouragement. The revelation received so that we could eat right and grow right. Holy Ghost has to come in. So we thank God for worship, the process thereof, the Holy Spirit comes to do a work. God will breathe freshly upon us the breath of life if we do it right. We're not coming to be entertained, but we're coming to entertain God. We want God to be entertained. We want God's nostrils to not, amen, have a faulty smell. We want a sweet-smelling savor going back to him. We need to reciprocate back to God what he has given to us, a sweet-smelling savor. He's given us life, amen. Let us give him some life back, amen. Let him come in and change death to life in us. Deliver us from evil. We put evil on the altar, but outcomes, blessings, so that we could live right and We could, amen, talk right and communicate right with God, walk and not be weary, run and not faint, not give up. We want God to do what he came to do. That's what worship is about. That's why the scripture says that we ought not forsake the assembling of ourselves together. If you have not been to the house of God to give God his due, he's given us seven days and we can't give him a little bit of hours on one of the days. That's a shame. We need to tithe our money, give ten percent. We need to tithe our time, give God back some time, some amen time before the presence of God, so that He could renew us. Rosh Hashanah of our of our Jewish brothers are, is upon us, and they're getting things right. Amen. It's it's high time for us Christians to get things right with our God. Amen. I know they say God bless America, but America, we need to bless God. And when the scripture said, bless God, that means we got to serve God, serve the Lord. Amen. Come before his presence with singing. Know that he is God. It was he that made us, not we ourselves. And we enter into the gates with thanksgiving and to the courts with praise. And we are thankful and we bless his name. It's what we do in worship. Here we are today yet in the living truth series and we are in two scriptures in the gospel according to John. Uh, John 3.36, John 6.51. We want to look at scriptures there, amen, and give you some uh, nuggets of revival. The Holy Spirit is yet trying to strum up some revival amen in our midst and he's letting us know what the devil is like so that we could fight him correctly and sometimes we are appeasing uh, evil auspices, and God wants to shake us free of that and help us to think correctly about what holiness really is and start redefining it. Amen. Come clean according to the unadulterated truth of God's Word. Amen. Lord, we thank you for this message. We pray that your spirit prevail in revealing the truth so that we could live right according to your will. We know you're able to bind the devil on every hand. We know he's here, my God, but he's not going to, amen, hinder our service. We thank you, Lord. We come against principalities, rulers of darkness, spiritual wickedness in high places. That's what we're wrestling against. We come against it in Jesus' matchless name. The Lord rebuke every work of evil. We know you're able, God, in the name of Jesus consecrate this whole complex now O great Jehovah with the power of love divine may our souls look up with a steadfast hope and our wills be lost in thine convict every heart so that they could be arrested under the power of the Holy Ghost to hear what thus saith the Lord we know you're able God in Jesus name amen John three thirty six says, "He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life, and he that believeth not the Son shall not see life. But the wrath of God abideth on him." Swiftly now to John six fifty one, where Jesus is testifying and revealing once again, and he's like uh, reiterating in in like a remedial class. He's telling the people before him, "I am the living bread." which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. Amen. Are you familiar with the old adage, you are what you eat? Anybody ever heard of that? My God, it is true because what a person eats, in other words, what they consume, eventually will be processed to be used by their body and even become a part of them. People can even consume, not just with their physical body, but with their mind, with their soul. You can think of things and you can look at and listen to, my God, certain things, media, for example, and take in a movie. People say, I'm going to take in a movie. It's true. That's what you are actually doing listening to music, you're taking it in and you know your soul and spirit is uh, assimilating it and it will be used by your persona. It becomes a part of you. My God. So yes, we consume physically, mentally, and even spiritually. Biology teaches us about our bodies. Psychology teaches us about our minds and religious studies Teach us about our spirits. What and how we consume will affect our body, our mind, and our spirit, because we are a triune being. God said, let us make man in our, in our image. And when he did that, he, you know, because he's a triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, so he made us triune. We got three parts, body, mind, spirit. Amen. So we will focus on the best outcome possible that will last eternally when we consume correctly. So I want to share this thought with you. How to eat and live forever. How to eat and live forever. Jesus gave his audiences of the day in his scripture in uh, in John 6, the, the audience of that day. He gave them something, as well as all of us today, a certain key to open the door of life eternal, and that is to eat his body and drink his blood. Some people will look at that literally, my God, you can't go to a store and open up a bottle. That's not what he's talking about. No, he's not talking about opening up a package and put it in microwave. No. He has graciously provided us the eternal blessing of sanctified consumption. It's a heavenly purpose kind of thing. Amen. When you're sanctified, you are set apart for heaven's purpose. And hence, the opportunity is given if we obey God, we will allow his spirit, the Holy Spirit, to aid us in experiencing the development of a faithful lifestyle to God, which will be congruent to his evangelistic purpose. When, when I say evangelistic purpose, because birds of a feather will what? Flock together. Amen. Amen. And if you're out in the world and uh, you have been given some great, divine, eternal opportunity, it's going to shine forth out of your life and people will begin to ask about it and you will testify for God. God will use you by his spirit to testify of heaven's glory in your life. And that's evangelism. Amen. When Jesus said, eat his body and drink his blood, he simply meant to believe in him with your spirit, the small s spirit. Capital S is the Holy Spirit, but I'm talking about our spirit. We're born with a dead spirit, and God has to come in and regenerate, bring it to life, amen, so that we can live according to God's will. We can't do it in and of our own uh, innate sinfulness. God has to come in and regenerate and cause our spirit now to be made alive according to heaven's purpose. We, we're, we're today in this church called the Modern Church uh, helping people to begin to learn how to act. They're learning certain habits instead of allowing the Holy Ghost to come in and transform, and when the Holy Ghost transforms you, you will be enabled by him to perform certain heavenly fruitful characteristics. It's not something that you can learn in a Hollywood class. Something God has to birth in you. Amen. That's why it says you will know the truth, and the truth will what? Make you free, free to worship God. We're born incarcerated, and God has to loosen us up and help us to become free to worship God according to heaven's eternal purpose. Amen. So Jesus is saying, yes, eat my body, drink my blood. He wants us to experience new life in him. Some people are merely fascinated with God, and Jesus knew that of, of the crowd then, and he knew that people today would be the same way. They are they have a certain fascination. They grew up maybe in church or around church. They used to sing songs when they were a kid. Mom, dad taught them, uh, brought them to church and maybe grandma or somebody brought them to church. And somewhere along the way in their life, they strayed away from it, never actually accepted God in their life and didn't receive and experience the power of the resurrected Christ and his spirit coming in and making us regenerated to live for God. We didn't experience that personally, so then we drifted away. My God, and maybe, amen, you have certain physical or mental reasons why there have been hindrances to that. My God, but the people back then and some today I never truly began to believe God as the scriptures teach. And if you don't have that experience, hence you will fall away from or separate yourself from, alienate yourself from, divorce yourself from God, my gun. We must make certain our uh, life, our walk of faith in God, uh, making our calling when God calls you, pulls you, tries to pull you in to convince you. Don't fight him. Don't, you know, go against him. It's a calling. He's only calling in love. He can't make you. He could call you and invite you, but you have to make good of the invite. So he calls and elects us to come on in in his open-door policy, but we have to make that calling and election certain by going above and beyond what pop culture says, going above and beyond what status quo in our subculture uh, inner inner circles might say. We can't do business as usual, no. Uh, To get the best taste of what God is offering at his uh, fellowship banquet, we must allow him to teach us what that is. You may have bodily cravings and certain needs according to the body. Uh, You may have accepted certain ways of thinking. You may have learned certain religious habits, Uh, but do you have uh the true divine hunger and thirst after righteousness the way God would have it. God wants you now. I'm going to be poetic here. He needs you to depend on his global positioning system, global positioning system, a GPS. God has a divine GPS that will guide you directly to what you truly need. My God, it's not about wants, but it's about the need God put in us, and sometimes we feed the need incorrectly. He made us and knows how to maintain us if we allow him. The day you hear his voice calling you personally, that is your personal invitation, and you should not delay coming to God. Jesus wants us to know that he comes to us, whether it is one-to-one or maybe in a crowd, but he will come to us. What is your level of commitment to his call, uh, physical, mental, or spiritual? We all have two choices. We will either accept or reject Christ accepting him will lead us to the salvation of a living relationship with him, but rejecting him will leave us open to the destruction that already awaits the lost world. That's what we're born into. But Jesus says, I'm a way out of that. You don't have to go down like that. Let's look at the two examples. An example first of acceptance. In the Scripture, there's this woman that experienced a conversion in her life. She changed. My God. So we're going to call this section the conversion of a woman, and her place where she lived was called Samaria. So the conversion of a woman from Samaria. She experienced um, thinking only physically to now having a revelation from heaven of spiritual thoughts. She used to only think about her physical thirst. Now she realized there's a special spiritual thirst that also needs to be quenched My God. The gospel according to John chapter 4 verses 1 through 26 is where that story is, where this history is. Because Jesus was truly human now. He's 100% God and 100% man. Yes, he, he experienced true human qualities. He experienced weariness. He got tired. He experienced hunger. Yes, he got hungry. He experienced thirst, but his deepest uh, desire was for the salvation of the sinful woman. Even though he was weary, hungry, and thirsty, God, amen, always used him to conduct heaven's business. He told his mother and father one time at 12 years old, when he was so intensely and intently going before the scholars in the synagogue, and they were confounded by his wisdom. The mother and father began to look all around in the market and couldn't find them. They got a little scared. They got, maybe they were going to you know, call the police and say, have you seen them? Can you help us look for them? My God but they found him in the temple. My God, he said, don't you know that I'm about my father's business? And that didn't change. Here he is, 30-something years old, and he's witnessing to this woman at a water well. My God, he forgot his physical needs and concentrated on her spiritual needs. Patiently, he revealed himself to her. In verse nine, he says, yes, I am a Jew. My God. First problem was this man talking to a woman. Women were beneath in society and men did not even have to talk to them. They would just motion and the woman would have to get water for them. But here is Jesus. He's talking to the woman. He says, I'm a Jew in verse 9. Uh, In verse 12, he had to testify that Uh, He was greater than Jacob because she mentioned the testimony of her people that Jacob, our father Jacob, you know, did this and that in history. My God. But Jesus told her he was greater than that. My God. In verse 19, he says uh, it was known that he was a prophet. She was able to see that. I perceive that thou art a prophet, you know, because he was telling her about herself and didn't, quote unquote, know her. My God. But being God, yes, he did know her. Amen. Verses 25 and 29, it was revealed that, yes, he was the Messiah, the one to come and save the world from sin. It is very difficult to reach people led by pleasure, Uh, being creatures of habit. uh, They have such a tight grip on physical and mental intimacy that only the power of Jesus can set them free. We need to be set free today by the power of Jesus. It's not going to take gimmicks and games, feeding people barbecue and hot dogs and amen and baiting and switching and then trying to witness to them. They're going to belch in your face and say, no, I have another appointment. We need to pray that the power of God will set people free. My God, at this church, we're not here to play games because Jesus is coming back. My God, he may come back so quick you don't have time to digest that hot dog. You need to make it right with God before it's said too late. Hallelujah. Anyhow, 2 Timothy 3.7 in the scripture says Uh, that such women, according to this story, are forever following new teachings. And that's what she always did. But they never understand the truth. However, she believed in him, and her life was so changed that she immediately shared the good news with others, causing others to believe in Jesus. In uh, John chapter 4, verse 39, thank God, so when she got heaven's purpose in her, then with the experience she was having, the new experience, now she began to share with others. She couldn't help but to let it shine. When it's emanating out of you, of course, you're going to let it shine. You can't help it. You get the can't help it. Uh, I used to like when my one of my former pastors said that when I received the overflowing filling of the Holy Spirit, I became alive. Second Saturday of June in eighty five. My God, early we had all night prayer Friday, and then that morning and Saturday, the Holy Ghost tongues came from my inner core and out my tongue. My God. And the, and, 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 and the preacher said, come on, we have a few that receive the Holy Spirit. We're going to let them testify. And I began to experience what I heard them saying, amen, weeks and weeks ago, that you get the can't help it. My God and the Holy Ghost comes out. My God, hands going up. My God, in praise. And I could only speak the heavenly language. I tried to do the English thing, but I was so full of God and drunk in the Holy Ghost that the Holy goes heavenly language came rushing forth out of my mouth my god you get the can't help it. I think this woman got the can't help. it. So my God. She couldn't help but shine for the Lord. And people began to ask of the hope that was in her, and she was able to bring them to Jesus. I wonder how much hope we are living today. I'm, I wonder how much holiness we are really living today. Are people really noticing? Or are we fitting in so well with the toward generation that nobody could tell if we're shining or not? My God, but we need the Holy Ghost. Can't help it. We need a revival in our land. Hallelujah. May the Holy Ghost rule and reign in our hearts so that the world will know that Jesus is alive and he is yet saving before it's said too late. Now we come to an example of rejection. The unfortunate example of rejection. This is chronicled in the Word, it's the resistance of unfaithful disciples. They had an unholy hunger. Right there in John, the sixth chapter, verses 22 through through 71, it shows how people want the Lord to meet their physical needs, but not their spiritual needs which is why we're not going to have a hot dog and hamburger campaign. We're not going to have the fish and the loaves campaign. That's just the physical part. If people are hungry for the spiritual part, and then they they are here so long that the, uh, all the uh, restaurants are closed, then we will give them some fish and loaves and hamburgers and hot dogs and stuff. Hallelujah, God. We got to reverse it, Mother. We got it wrong. We're trying to give it to them in the physical first. They're going to be gone. My God, they're going to release the gas from their food and be gone. But we need to give them the spirit first for uh, the flesh is weak, but the spirit is willing. My God, God's spirit regenerates our spirit, makes it alive. And the spirit is willing but guess what? Our flesh is dragging along. My God, we want to cater to the drag along first. They they, they drag along, they're going to drag right on out, (laughs) but we want to help God to help them. We got to, amen, testify of the goodness that's in us. Are we living something so that they could see it? Is the power of God emanating out of our life so that, amen, we could share it? My God, And if we live like that, yes, the spirit man will be awakened, thank God, by the word of God, by the Holy Ghost power. They will be awakened. Hallelujah. And then we don't need gimmicks. All we need is God. Hallelujah. Look at the people in John 6. They wanted their physical needs made. They were talking about manna, the bread that fell from heaven in Exodus 16. The manna, though, came only to the Jews and sustained physical life for a time. It wasn't supposed to be for that long. But they were so hard headed God had to extend the falling from heaven. My God, Manak fell. My God, 40 years. My God, uh, those who were so rebellious and died in the wilderness, they, they were buried there. Then the younger people, my God, came on through and then Moses handed the baton to Joshua and Joshua led them the rest of the way into the promised land. My God. But there were people that were left that were looking into the spirituality of this thing. You have to, amen, be made alive by God's spirit. That's why God told Joshua, be ye one of good courage. The good courage comes from the Holy Ghost power in your life. Thank God. Now, just uh, as you take in Food into your body. You know what? You got to take Christ into your life. He is the food you need for your spirit. My God, Jesus came for the whole world and he gives us eternal life if we will receive it. You can offer it, but folks can reject it. These people rejected it. Jesus said, I'm not here to give you manna. I'm not here to do some more food miracles because he took Amen. Two fish and five barley loaves and fed 5,000 folk. But Jesus said, no, I'm not about that all the time. Those people came for the spirituality first and then we fed them last. But look at you. You're coming for the physical first. And look, they came to the tabernacle. My God, we, we, we would think they would want some spiritual food. But here they are coming to the house of God, looking to be entertained, looking to get a sandwich. My God, instead of getting their hearts right, instead of getting their spirit regenerated. My God, this is what's going on in today's modern world. My God, we got it backwards. We want folks in the house of God so bad we're going to run gimmick tricks to get them in. But God's spirit has to convict them. God's spirit has to regenerate them. God's spirit has to save them. Hallelujah. The truth in God's word has to convict them and turn them around from sin and turn toward heaven. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. But these folks rejected Christ. He told them, you want food? You're going to have to eat my body. You're going to have to drink my blood. He's giving them a uh, a prophetic metaphor showing that you got to be so into Jesus till Jesus gets into you and changes your whole way, regenerates you, transforms you. Amen. Changes your mind to become a heavenly mind. My God, And then they will begin to follow God. They will begin to be disciples, followers of God. Jesus had disciples. The disciples had opportunity to follow the crowd, but they remained with Jesus. The reason I'm saying that, because in John chapter 6, verse 66, after Jesus quoted that prophetic metaphor about drinking his blood and eating his body, uh, becoming a true disciple of God, and not just about your body, my God, to be spiritually transformed, folks said, that's too hard of a teaching. You're being too strict. And they left him. Many left him. It says, Many left him. My God. Why does it have to be John, John chapter 6, verse 66? 666. 6, 6, 6. The devil used them, folk. They let the devil get in their mind. They let the devil coddle them into being uh, privy only to how they were born and shaped. But God needs to shake us up with a holy difference and shine a light, and then we'll see a new way. My God, it will be made plain that this is a new thing. I don't need to get out of what I'm in and go to the better, new, higher thing. Thank God. That's what God wants us to do. We have a decision to make. Modern-day malnourishment. Malnourishment or divine maintenance? Which is it going to be? Are you connected to God? Jesus said he was the true vine in John chapter 15 verses 1 through 5. Are you connected to him as your true vine? If you're separated off the vine, you're going to have death. My God, no sustenance. Amen. You can't be fed. You can't, amen, quench your thirst. My God, There seems to be a perpetuation of an ancient malady in today's society. People tend to be physically and mentally attentive, but spiritually malnourished. If we could look at the condition of the souls today with a special spiritual uh, x-ray machine, a spirit ray machine, perhaps we would see how skinny and sickly our souls tend to be. Without a doubt, There is an insatiable hunger and thirst for entertainment today. Large quantities of data, audio, and video are sought and bought for consumption via mass media productions, including games. People are gamers today. I have little kids in the elementary school. Uh, They say when they grow up, they're going to be a gamer. My God. Uh, And then others are being, you know, overwhelmed and consumed with the publications of our modern day. Uh, The patrons of these business entities are physical and mental consumers that spend billions of dollars to support their want for more of the popular stream of creativity to keep them happy. You think Netflix is going to talk about these statistics No, watch this. Have you checked your spending habits lately? Where do you fall in the grand scheme of this perpetual system of being entertained? About 14 years ago, statistics revealed that boys and girls who watch four or more hours of TV a day were significantly heavier than children who watch just two hours a day or less. Researchers at Johns Hopkins University reported in the 2008 Journal of the American Medical Association, amen, they go on to say that 26% of American children watched the TV more than four hours a day. For African-American children, it was about 43% back then. For Mexican-American children, it was about 31%. Such inactivity is troubling Since children will have childhood obesity, which sets the stage for a weight-challenged adulthood, and with it, increased risks of high blood pressure, diabetes, and heart disease." This way of life has seemingly become the means of a Sabbath rest for many people today. Some people tend to only kick back and chill with their choice of entertainment instead of refueling with the overflowing presence of God in worship assemblies, my God, or in personal worship at home. It is no wonder that the scriptures reveal in 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 5, that in the last days there will be very difficult times, for people will become lovers only of themselves and their money. They will be boastful and proud, scoffing at God, disobedient to their parents, dishonoring their parents, and ungrateful, They will consider nothing to be sacred. They make jokes even of holy things. They will be unloving and unforgiving. They will slander others and have no self-control. They will be cruel and have no interest in what is good. They will betray their friends, be reckless, be puffed up with pride. We see pride banners all over, right? And love pleasure rather than God. They will act as if they are religious, but they will reject the power from God that could make them godly. You must stay away from people like that, it says in the scripture, end quote. Where do we go from here, my God? What we do with our body and mind will affect the eternal state of our soul. We can please God with a spirit in us that has been given the resurrection of life through the salvation work of Christ Jesus. We can. It's here right before us. You can do it right now. Jesus must become your spiritually intimate friend, your Lord. In other words, he's going to direct you out of this earthly way into the heavenly way. He's going to be your master. He's going to help you to know how to do it. That will give you life, and he will guard it, Amen. And he's going to guide your life to an eternally blessed home with him where he could say enter thou into the joy of the Lord well done my good and faithful servant we want to hear that we don't want to hear depart from me i know you not you were a worker of sinful activities you never wanted to know me you didn't want to know me down there so how are you going to get to be with me here in eternity you chose to be in eternal damnation with the most uh, detrimental ones the enemy Satan himself. The devil masks himself as some kind of status quo acceptable thing because everybody seems to be doing it. But the Bible warns us against that. It says broad is the way that leads to destruction. My God, you can find Jesus right now. If you call him, he will answer. You must believe him the way he would have you do it since there is no other way out of the destruction to come. Complete trust in Christ Jesus will give you the vital nourishment that leads to life eternal. We thank you, Lord, for this word. I pray that the truth therein will prick the very heart uh, in the core of our being, my God, and cause us to have a heavenly conviction, a sorrow that leads to repentance. It's a godly sorrow that leads to repentance. Help us, oh God, uh, as we now get a revelation from the Holy Spirit that you have been calling us. You have been knocking on the door of our heart, my God, but we couldn't hear it because we're too into our pleasures. But Lord God, as you make the noise of the culture to come to a silence in our spirit, we will begin to hear your voice. But the day we hear your voice, the scripture warns that we should not turn away. We should not harden our hearts. Help us to receive of your truth. Help us to be directed by you, to be transformed by the renewing of our mind, which comes from the revelation of your holy word. May we take it in, engulf it in, and assimilate it. Let it become who we ought to be, what God intended for us to be. It's heaven's purpose. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' matchless name. Hallelujah. Thank God. Praise God. Hallelujah. You hear his voice calling you. Say, Lord, here am I. I am a sinner. I want to be saved. Help me to know how to be saved. Show me the way, Lord. I believe what you did in the word. I believe that you died for us sinners and that you rose again in power, in victory against hell and the damnation of the devil. My God, that we could be free to be holy for God, that we will live the life conducive of what God expects, and that when it's time for us, to leave this earth because it is appointed to every man to die. But after that, the judgment, according to Hebrews 9, 27, God needs us to call him while he's near. Don't harden your heart. Give him a chance in your life in the name and watch him turn you around. You can't do it by yourself. Let God do it. Hallelujah. Let go of it and let God do it in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Go ahead and thank him for saving you if you called him to save you. If you believe in him, you're going to start trusting in him. You need to get a Bible. Amen. You need to go to a Bible believing church and let God do what he came to do in your life. In Jesus name. I thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 How they eat and live forever. Hallelujah. Thank God. We of the Realm of Agape Christian Church pray that the Holy Word of God has richly blessed your soul. To send prayer requests, use the contacts page of our website, www.roagape.org. We need your continued prayers and financial support to maintain this ministry. You can also find a secure means of donating on our website. God bless you.